Hey, I'm Bert, and welcome to Season 2 of Dabbing with Washington Artists. If you're new to the show, the idea is simple. Six questions, six dabs. So pull up a chair, light your torches, as we interview the artists that make Washington, Washington. Hi, I'm L. Scarlett Godden. Uh, check out my links below. <laughs> yep. Nailed it. Perfect. For today's series of dabs, we will begin our smoke session with a grape ape, a papaya cake, and a strawberry jam. And we will round out the session with the confections, an OG chem, and a golden pineapple. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us again today. We are Immature Stoners, and this is Dabbing with Washington Artists. Today we are joined by Elle. Yeah. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for coming to join us today. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm already a little bit giggly and off the chain, but that's okay. It's okay. I pre-dabbed as well, so, you know, we're, <laughs> we're, all, we're all good. All right, so, uh, if you're ready, uh, ready to get stoned? I'm ready. Stoned-er? stoned <laughs> All right, so first we're going to be starting off with some Grape Ape. Grape Train is an indica-dominant strain with a subtle aroma and flavor of grape soda and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker couch-locked and sedated. We scored a gram of this sauce at a shop on Bothell Everett Highway. Mmm, that's so nice. All right, so the first thing we'd like to ask everyone is, what role does cannabis play in your creative process? Oh, it is such a major role for me. As someone who <coughs> suffers a lot from a bunch of different mental health conditions, I find that art itself has been therapeutic, but art through THC and through cannabis has been next level saving grace for me and my happiness and my quality of life, so. Absolutely. And do you have a, a preference towards like either Indicas or Sativas? Or? I am an Indica slut. <laughs> there you go. They're my favorite too. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll fuck around with a hybrid. And you know, Sativas are good for when they're necessary. You know, you want to be stoned, you want to have a good time, but you don't want to be a sloth. Then, you know, a Sativas are Exactly. Good for, for, you know, not saying to do it at work, but for work. Wink, wink. Do you have any favorite uh, strains going on right now? Blue Dream. Blue Dream classic. is it's a classic. Thank you. It's a classic, and it is my all. It's gonna always be my favorite. That or Granddad, Granddaddy Perk, because okay. I also I love those like really earthy, purple, deep flavors. I, I've always been a favor of like anything that just smells skunky. Yeah, like, old fashioned, just like skunk. You know, exactly skunk skunky. <laughs> that's what we like. <laughs> All right, so for our second dab of the day, uh, we have some gelato cake. Mm. Papaya cake is a heavy indica-leaning strain and is known for its sweet smell of ripe fruit and diesel funk. This strain is a great option for pain, anxiety, and insomnia, and a perfect companion for winding down and leaving the worries of the day behind. We scored a gram of these saucy diamonds at a shop on Capitol Hill. So uh, I know you're not from Washington, so uh, how has visiting and experiencing Washington affected your creative influence? So I'm actually from Germany, born and raised, okay. and 
out of everywhere I've been in the States, Washington is the most reminiscent of uh, Germany to me. So I find okay. it's very, well, for one, it's, it's green, you know, you have all four seasons, you get the mountains, you get the snow, and it's just spiritually such an important place for me. Every time I come back here, I feel like I am the most myself I ever am when I'm in Washington. That's really awesome. It's it's lovely, and I always, you know, I have really bad agoraphobia, really bad anxiety, and generally speaking, I don't go outside. Okay. Here, not a problem. I can go anywhere. I can go anywhere and have a good time, and it's such a refreshing break from the norm that it gives my art really a chance to blossom that's really awesome Uh, and how long have you been coming and doing visits for a couple years now okay once a year usually we come back out for three or four weeks oh nice yeah and where are you from from now or where are you staying now i stay in oklahoma oh man yeah (laughs) uh are they shoot are they legal right now they are that's good medicinal okay all right Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So many of them are starting to turn now that now I can't keep track of like which ones which ones are you know good or not. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone is very aware of Oklahoma being Oklahoma, and I don't think we need to say anything about it because I'm sure there's lovely viewers from lovely Oklahoma. But when I tell people I live in Oklahoma, they go, "Oh, let's just leave it at that." So the plus side is we have legal weed. <laughs> There you so go. There you, silver lining everything. <laughs> so, for our third dab of the day, we have some strawberry jam. Mmm, that sounds Smell that, though. Strawberry Lemonade is a sativa-dominant hybrid with subtle flavors of strawberry and citrusy tang that last for minutes after each dab. We found a gram of this terpene-infused sauce at a shop on Broadway in Everett. The, uh, a reoccurring theme in a lot of your pieces uh, is the uh, the mushroom, <laughs> the uh, particularly the amanita. Yeah. Um, is this just an artistic uh, personal preference, or do you see it as um, present representing something bigger? So I just find mushrooms to be absolutely the most fascinating creatures of all, all time. Such an interesting. I mean, because we think. Mushrooms are the creature itself, and it's like, no, the mycelium is the creature. The mushrooms are just the fruiting bodies. And people don't think of them as, like, a fruit. Oh, it's like an apple tree. You know, there's more to it. I just find mushrooms are one of those things where people are thinking very base level about them. But now that hallucinogens, for example, are being more open and common and easier to find, and it's being more widely accepted as therapeutic, I find that the interest and the change in mushrooms is intensifying. And I love that because mushrooms are just the coolest thing. So they're very important to me. And I, I will always just make mushroom art. <laughs> and, uh, and how did you end up on the, uh, the Amanita particularly? Because I mean, that one comes up a lot. So that was the first mushroom I ever found when I went mushroom hunting. The first time I okay. went foraging for mushrooms, I, I set out with the goal of finding one, and it took me quite a few tries to find it. And then the first mushroom I found was that, and it was wonderful, and I was so happy. I froze it. I took it home with me, and it lives with me to this day. Oh, wow. Really? I, I, yeah, I dried it out and made it into a potion. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> it was so important to me. So we're halfway through. Uh, how are you feeling so far? Good. 
Excellent. So this will be our number four. We have some confections. Confections is a sativa-dominant hybrid with subtle terpene profile that delivers hints of diesel fuel and grapes and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker feeling uplifted and chatty. We found these sugar diamonds at a shop on Bothell Everett Highway. Thank you. Mmm. That is so good. Is it? So... Uh, you utilize a lot of wood burning and watercolors in your pieces. Uh, what are some of the difficulties and advantages of using these mediums? Oh, wood burning is really difficult because you have to get your temperature just right. If you get it wrong, you'll burn right through what you're like what medium you're working on. So I got these lightweight bamboo coasters that I wanted specifically to wood burn, and then I also had some oil coated coasters that I wanted to wood burn, and I burnt through the first bamboo one because it was so lightweight and the oiled one just fell to pieces because the oil did not like it and it dried it up. Uh, so it is it is quite difficult. And the, another thing you have to remember is face coverings, making sure you're not breathing in toxic things because it is actively burning stuff in your house. And it smells really nice. Like it smells like Christmas time. But, I believe that. But you have to be careful because you don't know what you're burning. Um, as for watercolor, I just find the the gentleness of the saturation of color just to be really soft and, and gentle. I don't know, soft and pretty. I like it. I think it, it suits well with the hard lines of the wood burn. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And, and um, what were some of the uh, issues working with watercolors? When you... Bleeding. Big time. You okay. get bleeding a lot with watercolors, especially if you utilize any ink for um, outlining as well, mm -hmm. which sometimes I do. You get a lot of bleeding and the colors like to make a mess, but I think that can add to a look too. For sure. And do you generally, when that happens, do you kind of just keep it as it is? Yeah. Or? Okay. Like, I'll smudge it a little bit with, like, a cotton swab or something just to get a shadow going, and then I'll just work it back into it because there's no mistakes, just happy accidents. <laughs> Let's see. All right. So, for our number five, uh, we have some OG Chem. OG Chem is a sativa-leaning hybrid with a distinct aroma and taste of bitter diesel fuel and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker feeling uplifted and chatty. We scored a gram of these saucy diamonds at a shop in Capitol Hill. burning in a piece uh, do you find this helps accentuate color contrasts and contours better than like say dark paints or acrylics absolutely and if you're kind of an amateur like me <laughs> like I love art and really like to utilize all kinds of art styles but I'm not super great at any of them and I find that a lot of my issue is having a hard time working with shadow <clears throat> excuse me shadows so I find when you were using like these hard burnt lines 
they naturally accentuate the pieces as you were saying and okay and it applies a lot of shadow and then watercolor is really good to balance out that darkness you can add natural looking highlights without any real blending because of that so it's kind of a little cheat <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really awesome have you ever used um acrylics and or anything like that before yeah i use acrylics all the time but i just I have a hard time with realism and I always am going for realism. <laughs> so it gets very frustrating very quickly. <laughs> I can imagine that. Uh, what do you find is your favorite medium so far? I like finger painting with acrylics. Really? Yes. Okay. Now, is there is there like particular reason behind that? I just find if I can feel the work, really get into it and feel it physically, it comes out better and I feel like I appreciate it more because you know with artists our work is never ever done I will never stop working on pieces until I sell them and they are taken away from me and I don't have a choice anymore like and that's that happens so okay when I'm doing finger painting I find that I like them way way more because it it feels like I really put my heart and soul into them so here we are on our last dab for the day. Uh, we have some golden pineapple. I'm gonna make this one hurt. <laughs> oh yep, yep. That's the that's, that's the spirit. <laughs> golden pineapple is a sativa dominant strain that lives up to its name with a rich pineapple flavor that lingers and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker focused and alert. We scored a gram of these diamonds at a shop on 88th Avenue in Tacoma. I think it died. <coughs> oh, that tastes so good. So, you have an OnlyFans page I uh, that integrates your art as well as provides uh, 420 content. I do. Uh, do you find this appeal uh, to a niche demographic helps you stand out in the saturated OnlyFans world? I believe it does. I just started only a month ago, and I already have... 12, which is pretty decent. I mean, 12 followers that are willing to pay. <clears throat> but I think it's it's important to really go for a niche audience these days because everyone can find the, you know, the pretty, basic, blonde, blue-eyed, all that. You can find all that anywhere now. Sure. And you don't really need to look too hard, but you, you find a red-headed elf anywhere? No, you can't on my page. <laughs> like... I really go hard on the whole big titty goth girlfriend too. <laughs> nice. Like that works for a lot of people. So I think integrating art, integrating super niche specific cosplay, I do that too. I think it helps you stand out a lot, yes. Uh, no, what kind of cosplays are some of your favorites? Raven. Ravens. From uh, Teen Titans. Yeah, that's my go-to. <laughs> that's my go-to. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and how do you uh, how do you like happen to uh, to do um, like the advertising for the, like what are some of the pitfalls in um, doing advertising for this? Uh, we were talking about Facebook doesn't like certain. So things. most advertising platforms don't like boobs and they don't like people with curves. So like if you're a bigger person in general your advertisements are more likely to get shut down regardless. So if your advertisements are regarding things like an OnlyFans account, they get shut down immediately, obviously. So you have to really jump through hoops to advertise in a really underhanded way, honestly, where 
it's borderline like you can't advertise flat out like hey check out my OnlyFans because Instagram doesn't like it when you say OnlyFans. Most platforms don't like it when you say OnlyFans. Yeah, don't you usually have to like OF? Ch- yeah, change it all, change it up or something. Or just say you know come check out my 18 plus content that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you have to do some exploring and if you advertise your artwork on the side or as the main piece, but it's really a side. It still appeals because you can advertise art for the most part in a PG friendly way versus again, no way to advertise 18 plus content in a PG way because that's not appropriate. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't wouldn't be. You wouldn't want to make it appropriate. No, exactly. (laughs) That would be really weird. Really weird. So like having artwork as well as that. It helps uh, get through all of the BS Mark Zuckerberg stuff. <laughs> well, plus it sets you apart a little bit. Yeah, it does. It does definitely. And, you know, I get a lot more art commissions nowadays than I ever have before. When That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're only fans, but we all like those wood birdies. Yeah. <laughs> Can you make me some coasters? Like, I make a lot of coasters now. Oh, that would be cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I might actually hit you up for that. Yeah, that sounds cool. I, can I would love to have some like, personal coasters. Yeah, that'd be oh, yeah. dope. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank uh, you. Hopefully you had fun. Yeah, I had so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. And thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, stay high, everybody. Always. Click like, subscribe, and share. <laughs>